0: Hey everyone, it's Bob WP and welcome to WooBits. Random WooCommerce and part of Do the Woo, a podcast for Woo! Builders. Today I'm talking about partnerships, but first I'd like to thank our pod friend Yost for sponsoring today's WooBits with built-in features specifically for WooCommerce ensure both you and your clients' products stand out and compete in customer search results with Yoast SEO at yoast.com. So partnerships in the WordPress and WooCommerce space. And I think it's best to start this out with a little clarification. So first, what is a partnership? Let's look at the meaning from a business perspective. A partnership business, by definition, consists of two or more people who combine their resources to form a business and agree to share risk, profits, and losses. So that's your pretty standard definition. Now, as the title says, I call these partnerships an enigma. And what is that? Something that is mysterious, puzzling, or difficult to understand. So let's get into it. Now, you could say that partnerships in our ecosystem, WooCommerce and WordPress, are unique in many ways. Now, this could be said for a lot of things. The definition I gave you about a partnership was a bit formal. And really, in a nutshell, it's more about a fair give and take. And how that value of give and take pans out for you and the partnership will depend a lot on several variables, including your own standards and values. So there really is no single solid definition, at least from my perspective. But calling partnerships an enigma is how I can best describe how they are perceived by many people, especially in this ecosystem. When someone asks me to be a partner, in a lot of cases, it's a mystery to me why they are even approaching me, other times puzzling. And more often than I care to admit, difficult to understand. Now, I don't profess being an expert in this area, but with 16 years in the WordPress space and running a business outside of WordPress prior to that for 17 years and building dozens, if not hundreds, of some kind of partnerships in those three decades, well, I do have something, and that's experience. What I'm going to do is I'm going to break down into four kinds of partnerships. And in these, I have touch points myself, and I'll be able to share a little bit more about each one. So the first one I call affiliates and income generating partnerships. Now, in the space, you probably have seen a lot of this or been involved with a lot of this. And I'm gonna break that up into two further pieces. Let me explain both of them. First is the one that is simply an email asking me to be a partner. Often this is part of the subject of the email, but essentially it is only one thing. They're asking me to be an affiliate by proxy of being a so-called partner. The give and take is simple here. They're not asking more or less. They're asking me to push a product or service, and if a sale is made, I get a percentage. Now, if we leave it at that, I essentially look at this as me being a commissioned salesperson also known as an affiliate partner. I know that's a little rough, but that is really what you're doing. Now, the other part of that is when it enters the partnership realm, and that requires efforts on both sides to create a partnership beyond just affiliate commissions. This could be sharing content, whether it's guest posts or podcast guests finding creative ways to use these affiliate links and expand your partnership to other pieces that benefit both of your businesses. So you're just kind of bumping it up a bit. And it can be looked at as a partnership because you're looking at some other ways to help each other. Now, over the years, I've dabbled in both these models. And really for me, an affiliate was an affiliate. When it wasn't, it was a bigger byproduct that was more of an intensive relationship that really had a solid give and take balance that worked for both of us. The second kind of partnership I wanna talk about is what I call the real business partnership. Why do I call this real? Maybe that's not the best word. This is something I've seen for over three decades and it runs a large gamut on how they play out. For example, back in my days of print and design and marketing, I had partnerships with printers, photographers, maybe other designers, other marketing companies, and each one of these were unique. Then later on, when I got into WordPress and WooCommerce, these partnerships varied depending on my needs and their needs. The balance of the give and take was always dependent on the partner. In other words, it was never some equal 50 50 split that you can measure. If you have the right partner, it will help you to grow your business and your client base. And how you actually measure the effectiveness of that partnership well, that kind of comes with experience and finding that sweet spot. The third one is the sponsorship partnership. Now, this one has some gray areas, as you may perceive it as the previous glimpse I had into affiliates, but it is different. With sponsorships, when you're looking from the outside in, the sponsor pays X amount of dollars and receives certain benefits and exposure. Somewhere along the line, metrics come into this, and that is how you look at the standard model for a sponsorship slash partnership. But these days, with the battle over sponsored dollars, you have to create a partnership. When someone pays you that X amount of dollars, you're going to deliver, and in other cases, over deliver. What happens is metrics can weigh down the sale, unless you're, you know, some big podcaster or your site that has hundreds of thousands of visitors and all these click throughs. There's really much more behind what an effective sponsorship can provide. Obviously, say if you have four sponsors and they pay the same amount for the sponsorship, each one still will have a unique partnership that you create. And that's where sponsorships extend to partnerships. I do this with my sponsors here. at Do the woo. I don't always expect that the intended partnership will go as I foresee it. And I have a good mix of hands-on and hands-off sponsors, or what I'd call partnerships. Now, the fourth one is called the soft partnership. This is the one that is the biggest enigma. Why? Specifically because you can neither define it or follow some existing model. For example, the ones I already mentioned. These are partnerships that you go into because you just know they will work. You call it a gut feeling, and it often happens with somebody you've already started to build a relationship with. Because of that, the partnership may have organically started to grow, but you really didn't formalize it by simply attaching the word partnership to it. And this is exactly how it grows and can be one of the most powerful partnerships you have. It grows organically and doesn't have any parameters attached to it at least not in the beginning. The give and take all balances out, and the most important part is that you believe in this partnership so much that it takes on its own life. In all of this, both you and the other person or the business end up using your soft skills as well as your pronounced skills to help each other. These, to me, are the most valuable partnerships you can have with businesses. And the three that I mentioned previously... Any of those can turn into this kind of partnership. When I announced the strategic partnership between us, Do The Woo, and PostStatus, a community of WordPress owners, this was what I call a soft partnership. People ask me, what does this mean? Did PostStatus own part of Do The Woo now? What's going on? Because this partnership had already sprouted prior to any announcement, might have even been a glimmer in either one of our eyes it was there and needed to be nurtured so the natural turn of a partnership like that is priceless in my opinion now each one of these I could elaborate on even more and I could literally talk for hours but I'm not going to do that I'd like to wrap it up and I hope wrapping it up you look at two things first gotta understand the importance of partnerships. You need to be selective and determine when a potential partnership materializes and if it's right for you and if it's right for your future partner. But even more important is how you recognize them in your own business and what potential they can bring to the table. What I call the soft partnership fills in that gap of where the other three miss. I didn't talk about traditional partnerships where two individuals go into business together, like basically the definition applied to. That's another podcast for someone else with that experience. For me, I would not be where I am today with this business if not for a lot of the partnerships I've had over the years. And of course, I look forward to growing more in the coming years. So that's it. Thanks again to our pod friend, Yost. Make sure and check them out at yost.com. And you can keep on top of everything Do the Woo by simply finding us or going and subscribing at dothewoo.io slash subscribe. So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.